Today, we're exploring a topic that's close to the heart of every dreamer and doer out there. The balance between seeking support and fueling your inner drive. It's about understanding when to share your dreams and when to guard them. How to embrace encouragement without losing your core motivation and navigating all the external opinions we encounter and receive whilst, and this is really important, staying anchored in your own belief system. In this episode, we'll look at the threads of self-belief, the temptation of external validation, we've all been there, and methods to help you manage the inevitable overwhelm that accompanies big dreams and bold moves. Whether you're starting out or scaling your business up, today's insights are very much here to help keep your passion ignited and your focus laser sharp. So settle in, take a deep breath, and let's get started. Welcome to Passion to Profit, a weekly podcast to help support big-hearted creative thinkers, small business owners and entrepreneurs to transform their knowledge, expertise and passion into successful and profitable businesses. I'm Philippa Craddock and I'm obsessed with all things business, marketing and strategy. I left my corporate role over 10 years ago to pursue a huge dream. In a few short years, I grew my design-led business from kitchen table to a seven-figure global brand. Today, I want to help you to establish and grow your business. Think of this as your go-to resource for all things business, marketing, and strategy. I'll break down complex topics and I'll strip away all the jargon so that you can focus on what really matters. Grab yourself a seat and a notepad and join me every week. Welcome to the Passion to Profit podcast. I would love to start by sharing a thought-provoking question I received in my Instagram DMs from one of our podcast listeners, Justine. She writes, I listened to a podcast by Andrew Huberman, which said that people who share their intentions, so for example, like running a marathon or starting a business and get praise for it, rarely follow through. This sent me into a tailspin. How do we balance seeking guidance understanding ourselves, controlling our excitement and managing overwhelm and negativity. Justine, your message really stood out and it got me thinking and I know how it will strike a chord with so many of us. It brings to light a fascinating paradox we often face as we're looking to establish and grow our businesses. The research you mentioned points towards a phenomenon when announcing your goals, especially in a setting where you're met with applause and encouragement, might actually diminish your likelihood of achieving them. To me, it's a concept that's both intriguing and I think it feels really confusing and perhaps a bit unsettling. This paradox stems from a psychological effect where external validation, that's the applause and the approval we receive when we share our dreams can sometimes satisfy our need for recognition prematurely. It's as if we've been rewarded before we've even taken those first steps, before we've even tried. So I thought long and hard about it and my take is that this can subtly and often subconsciously weaken the intrinsic motivation, that deep internal drive that is so essential for the long haul towards realising our dreams. When we broadcast our intentions, revel in the immediate gratification of support and approval, 
our goals might start to feel less like our own personal missions and more like public expectations. This shift can lead to a premature sense of accomplishment, diluting the very drive that's supposed to be there to help us as we take our steps forward. But before we look at this in more detail, as there are, thankfully, easy ways that we can combat this without being fearful of sharing our dreams and goals with others, let's remember one really important thing. Whilst this phenomenon is real, it is not an absolute. The impact of sharing goals is nuanced and deeply personal. It's about finding the balance between harnessing support and nurturing your inner feeling of motivation and commitment. As we look at this further, keep in mind that everything is so hugely unique and personal. We are all different. There are many, many strategies and methods which are completely universal, but this topic will change depending on what works best for you. And there's immense power in understanding and navigating these psychological differences. So you can set yourself up for success in the very best way for what you need. Let's now look at one of the key cornerstones for every entrepreneur, the power of internal drive. This force, the one that comes from deep within, is what propels the most successful amongst us from vision to reality, often in the face of external doubt or even in the somewhat silence of working alone. It's that incredible feeling of motivation that says, keep going, you're onto something really special here. I remember only too well in my early days of starting my business, and this was a time where I had literally no entrepreneurial experience. I didn't have a mentor or anyone close to me who could advise and help, which I know so many of you can relate to. And I also faced a huge amount of skepticism. My husband and I, we had just had our first child. We'd recently moved house out from London to the countryside. We were self-renovating what felt like a huge project, a 1580s pretty rundown cottage. And family and friends around me just couldn't understand why I'd leave my corporate role, which paid well and offered stability, which I was due to return to following my maternity leave and instead pursue what seemed like a risky dream. But... I had a very, very clear dream. After having our first child, I just couldn't leave him and return to the office. A nine to five, which although had its pluses, just wasn't something that I could describe as being aligned with my skills and strengths, nor was it something I felt deeply passionate about. And the idea of returning to that setting and to leave my son each day, for me, was absolutely heartbreaking. And where I say nine to five, it of course wasn't. It was far longer hours and would mean I would arrive home after our son was in bed. It was a very personal driving force. Financially, I still needed to work, but I also very much wanted to. It was both driven from a need and a desire. For me, I really wanted to be able to put our son first, to be at home with him and to be able to care for him and give him my time and then for work to come next. To be able to do it from home, to be able to decide my hours and how far and how quickly I would grow my business. There were many times I combined work and looking after him, with a son on his playmat and me with my laptop, both of us very much together. And this is one of the things that I love about having my own business. Our children have seen us grow it from the ground up. They've witnessed what it takes to achieve a successful business. They are very aware of the downs and the incredible ups. And my goodness, they have phenomenal work ethics and inner drives as a result. 
I think particularly for mothers, we often worry about how to balance childcare with our businesses. And there is never a true balance, but you will always make it work. And for those times when you do need to work hard, I promise you, your children will be hugely proud. And as they grow, they will also feel a part of it because they can see firsthand what you're working towards and they feel part of that dream and vision too. My internal drive, that deep-seated belief in my mission kept me going, particularly in those earlier years when external validation was very much scarce. Today, my brand is not just a business. It's an incredible community of like-minded souls, all on a mission to build and grow businesses that do good and are deeply aligned with our unique skills, strengths and passions. Mine and so many other stories are a testament to the incredible power of an unwavering internal drive. So how do you tap into this force? How do you ensure your internal drive really helps to push you forward, even when external applause fades away? The first step is to identify what truly motivates you. This isn't always straightforward, as our true motivations can be buried under layers of expectations from society, family and or friends, and even sometimes those we've imposed on ourselves. To uncover these, take time for introspection. Ask yourself what you would pursue even if nobody else understood or applauded it. What is the work that makes you forget to check the clock? And what are the reasons for you pursuing it? Perhaps they are similar to mine, or perhaps they are completely different. Whatever they are, they are meaningful and they are yours. Once you've identified this intrinsic motivation, the next step is to nurture it. Align your daily actions with this deeper motivation. This could mean setting aside time each week to focus on the parts of your business that truly speak to your core mission, even if they don't offer immediate rewards. I would love to share some practical tips to help you really clarify your motivations and reinforce your commitment to your goals. Number one, spend a few minutes each day visualizing your success. Picture the impact of your work, the people it touches and the fulfillment it brings. This practice keeps your internal drive alive and kicking. Number two, break your larger goals into smaller manageable tasks. Each time you complete a task, you're not just checking a box, you're reaffirming your commitment to your larger vision. Number three, take time to jot down why you started on this path. During moments of doubt or overwhelming external noise, and it's so important that you're prepared for those because they will absolutely happen. These notes can serve as powerful reminders of your core motivations. Number four, Whilst it's crucial to limit the noise of unwarranted opinions, constructive feedback can be invaluable. Engage with mentors or peers who understand your vision and can offer insights that align with your internal drive. It's so important that whilst it always feels good when we receive external applause, it can most definitely be momentarily uplifting. It's the quiet, persistent voice of your internal drive that will ultimately be what guides you through the craziness of building a successful, purpose-driven business. Next, we are going to look at how to strategically build a supportive environment that amplifies this internal drive without, and this is so important, overshadowing it. Whilst we've discussed the potential pitfalls of seeking external validation, it's 
equally important to recognize the immense value of a supportive community. The right circle of support can be a catalyst for growth, offering not just encouragement, but also valuable insights, resources, and even a shoulder to lean on during challenging times. It's about finding that healthy balance, a community that bolsters your journey without overshadowing your internal drive and motivation. Choosing who to share your goals with is a strategic decision. It's a little like forming your personal board of advisors. These people should not only understand your vision, but also respect your reasons and internal drive. They are the ones who provide constructive feedback rooted in a genuine desire to see you succeed, not in their own perceptions of what success should look like for you. When sharing your goals, make sure they're specific and intentional. Instead of broadcasting your dreams to anyone who will listen, selectively share with those who can offer specific insights or support for the challenges you're facing. This targeted approach ensures that the feedback and encouragement you receive are truly aligned with your vision and add real value to your journey. In an ideal scenario, it would be someone who is also either looking to establish or scale their business. Now, it doesn't matter where they are on that journey, whether they have a few years more experience or a few less. What's important is that you both recognize that drive in each other. Or perhaps it could be someone who just simply gets you and you feel they've taken this time to understand what is right for you. But also, and please hear this loud and clear, if you feel you don't have that person in your life right now, it's completely okay. Many of us begin our journeys in solitude, nurturing our dreams in quiet corners and secret notepads. Remember, the strength of your inner drive can become the beacon that attracts your tribe. I remember so well feeling pretty alone in the early days. I was lucky though in that my husband was incredibly supportive and has always been my biggest cheerleader and sounding board. He was though in the early days working full time in a corporate setting with a big commute. So he had his own focuses. There were definitely times when I felt very much alone without a support network around me. And speaking to a new friend recently, a friend who is now an amazing supporter of me and very much likewise, she started her business very, very much on her own and she definitely felt absolutely isolated. But as she persevered, she eventually found and drew in like-minded people, people who resonated with her mission, her drive, and she felt stronger as a result. Interestingly, She said her drive didn't increase. That was already very much there. But the general enjoyment increased. The simplicity of being able to share your story and dreams with those that just get you are genuinely supportive. That feels pretty good. So if you're feeling alone, remind yourself that it's just a chapter. It is not the entire book of your life as an entrepreneur. As you grow and evolve, you'll make choices and you'll find yourself in new spaces, both physically and virtually. Along the way, you'll begin to forge connections and find your people, those who understand your passion, your vision and your drive. And remember, it's not about when or how quickly this happens. It's about moving forward with the knowledge and belief that it will. 
In the meantime, know that I am very much here. My inbox is always open for a hello, a share and a question or even just a moment to hear your story, especially if you're fueled by strong motivation and a deep passion for growing a business with purpose. I love connecting with people exactly like you. It's what this podcast is all about. Now, let's look at some ways to help you balance the need for external support with staying true to your inner vision and motivation. I've got five steps I would love to share with you. Number one, it's okay to be selective about what you share and with whom you share it. Establish boundaries that protect your internal motivation from being diluted by external noise. Number two, not all advice is created equal. Develop a filter based on your goals and values. This helps you discern which feedback to take on board and which to let pass by. Always smile and say thank you regardless of the advice and whether you feel it is well intended or not. And then you decide what's important and what might simply be unnecessary drama and therefore best just simply to move on from. Number three, Build relationships where support is a two-way street. This ensures a healthy dynamic where your plans and ambition are respected and your challenges are understood and you're in a position to help and support others in similar positions wherever they are on their journey. Number four, take time to reflect on the impact your support system has on your motivation and progress. If you find certain interactions consistently drain your energy or perhaps they cause you to doubt your path, it might be time to reassess those connections. We have all had those. We know exactly what that feels like and we have a choice whether to indulge in them or to simply politely and kindly step away. And finally, number five, sharing your victories with your support circle can reinforce your internal drive. Celebrate in a way that feels authentic to you and allows your supporters to be part of your journey without steering it. And even if it's simply to yourself at this stage, still very much acknowledge them and smile. By thoughtfully building and nurturing a supportive environment, whether one you plan for in the future just with one other person or a fully-fledged support network of incredible entrepreneurs, you create a powerful synergy, one where external support and internal drive coexist and complement each other, propelling you towards your vision with clarity and purpose. Next up, We'll explore effective strategies to help you manage overwhelm and maintain the resilience needed to keep that internal feeling of motivation strong. It's so natural to encounter the huge feeling of overwhelm. I've touched on it before in previous podcasts and it's something I'll continue to look at and offer support on as I know how many people feel this. The feeling of overwhelm can easily cloud our vision, weigh down our steps and, if left unchecked, can easily chip away at our self-belief. Overwhelm often stems from the very nature of entrepreneurship. Wearing multiple hats, a combination of the mundane roles that simply need to be done alongside those that are more high stakes and the ongoing need to find solutions to new situations – is the feeling of an endless to-do list, the pressure of decision-making, and sometimes that feeling of loneliness. But fear not, and please, please listen carefully to this. The antidote to overwhelm lies within our own practices and mindsets. Let's look at some practical strategies to help manage your workload, maintain a positive mindset, 
and help bolster your resilience against the inevitable challenges. I would love you to learn to say no to tasks or commitments that don't align with your core goals or values. It's not just about freeing up time. It's about making space for what truly matters. Dedicate specific blocks of time to different tasks or areas of your business. Now, this not only ensures a balanced focus across your business, but it also helps to prevent the blur between work and personal life, a common source of stress and overwhelm. Start your day with a routine that grounds you, be it meditation, journaling, or perhaps it's a simple walk. This sets a positive tone for the day and equips you to handle challenges with a clear mind. Take time to affirm your strengths and visualize your success. This practice nurtures your self-belief and keeps your vision crystal clear, even on foggy days. Be mindful of your environment and the people you interact with. Surround yourself with positivity, be it uplifting books, podcasts, or people who inspire and support you. View challenges as opportunities to learn and grow. Now, this mindset shift completely transforms obstacles into stepping stones, making the journey seem seriously less daunting and more of an adventure. And then finally, after a setback, take a moment to reflect constructively. Ask yourself what you have learned during that process, how you can adapt and remember to acknowledge your effort and courage. It is so important to know that overwhelm is not a sign of weakness, but a very, very natural part of being an entrepreneur. I can't imagine any entrepreneur not feeling this at some point, and most likely often, particularly when we're tired and both at the beginning and the end of huge projects. Overwhelm, though, will often be accompanied with strong feelings of passion and ambition. I really hope that by adopting just a few of these strategies, even if it's only one or two, they will help you to feel stronger, way more resilient and dedicated with a stronger focus on your self-belief and vision. I think for me, the one strategy that helps the most is to view challenges as opportunities to learn and grow. Soon as we start looking at opportunities in this way, it has a significant impact on our mindset. It's something we can expect. It's something we're prepared for. And if we view it in this positive way, it completely changes them from something that we can't overcome to something we can learn to find the solutions for. As we come to the end of today's episode, let's quickly summarize what we've spoken about. We looked at finding the balance between external validation and nurturing our internal drive, the latter ultimately being our entrepreneurial spirit. We looked at the paradox of sharing goals, the phenomenon of goal dilution and how at times the applause and recognition can cloud our motivations. We then looked at the strength of our incredible internal drive, the force that helps us move from vision to reality and the importance of forming a supportive community, one that respects and bolsters our journey without overshadowing our inner voice. We discussed practical strategies to help us cut through the fog of overwhelm, to manage our time efficiently, maintain a positive mindset and build resilience against all the inevitable challenges that we will face. I would love you to take a quiet moment to reflect on your true motivations, the core of your drive, 
Have a think what you are looking for. Is it nurturing your internal drive or is it diluting your true intentions? And as you think about these questions, remember, you're not alone. I am very much here and I would love to hear from you. Share your thoughts, your stories and your experiences. How do you balance the need for external validation with nurturing your internal drive? What strategies do you employ to manage overwhelm and keep your self-belief bright and strong? You can contact me via Instagram. You can find me at Philippa Craddock or by email if you use the email address news at philippacraddock.com. Thank you for spending your time with me with huge love. 